Hello, everyone. Hi. It is 2 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, which means it's time for another Kick-Ass Career Conversation. I'm Kim. I am Louise. And, and we, we have... have... Hi, Jocelyn. I'm Jocelyn. Hi, everyone. We're so glad to have Jocelyn here. We, the three of us, go in a way back machine together. And so it's very cool and very special to have Jocelyn here. But we're going to share more about how amazing Jocelyn is as a human um, and what um, she does in the world in a little bit. But we want to start this week like we start every week. Friends, what are we celebrating? I love this question. Um, I ask it all the time. I ask all my clients at every session. It's like, what are you celebrating this week? And so far this week, I've got <laughs> nothing. And I'm like, come on, folks. Um, mm -hmm. Right? We do this for a reason. We want to reflect back on where's the goodness in it. The, the yuckiness sticks. We can all say what didn't go well this last week. Um, but we kind of forget what did go well. And especially in those times when we're overwhelmed and we're, here we are pushing towards the end, right? We've got, um, especially my American friends, right? Apparently there's only what, like 10 days left in the year before holidays. I don't know how that works, but it sure feels that way. Um, and so lots of pressure to get things done and lots of overwhelm. Um, I also have a, a human in my life that's overwhelmed and feeling a lot of pressure. And that's my kiddo. Um, we are entering that university, like, what am I doing with the rest of my life phase? Um, and just when he thinks he's got it figured out, then something else just pops up. And just really, I'm really celebrating his, like, just taking a step back um, and saying, like, what is it that I want to try? Um, and I'm just, I'm so proud of that. I didn't have that when I went away to school. It was very like laser focused and this is what I should be doing and, and away I went. And I ended up in a place that I shouldn't, I mean, I shouldn't on myself. I shouldn't <laughs> have been really. And so I'm just really celebrating his like, his open-mindedness, his like leaning into that curiosity and a little bit of experiment and just saying like, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just see, I'll see what I can find out. I'll see what it's going to be like. And we will, you know, jump somewhere. Um, I'm not sure where we're jumping yet, but we're going to jump somewhere and it's going to be quite a ride and a great adventure. But I'm just really celebrating that curiosity from a, from a teen. I, I just, I don't know. I just love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love so that. What are you celebrating? Yeah. I love that story, Louise, because like, it's like, you're giving me a picture of the future with my own kids, like as when we get there and, but it's like, oh, like I, I just place myself, I'm like, how can I integrate that now? Right. This place of curiosity of like, it's okay to like experiment. I think I'm bringing that from when we were together way, way back. Right. Yeah. And so I, I love that. Um, just hearing that story. So thank you. Like, that's really encouraging for me as a mom of a preteen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I love this question, celebration. I love how you all like start out these conversations with that. It reminds me of like the questions, like, what are your wins? Um, I'm like a practice, like it's so true. Like having that practice, it shifts your mindset, shifts your energy. 
right? Um, I think for me today in this present moment, oh gosh, I'm gonna. How do I pick one? Um, <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like there's a lot of celebration. I'm gonna celebrate my 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 oldest daughter. Um, yesterday was Halloween. And I, I really celebrated how she brought her friends together because, you know, there's sometimes drama. <laughs> but, um, you know, my husband and I watching how she just were able to bring the different friends together and stuck together, included everyone. I was really proud of her considering what we have been experiencing with girls' drama the past couple of weeks. So I'm really just celebrating just that capability that she had yesterday night um, in her. I'm super proud, super proud of her. Yeah. Being able to witness that as a proud mama moment. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Mm -hmm. Love that. Um, I'm always proud of my kiddo. So I feel like that, like that, that celebratory thing, we actually do a celebration thing every night. Um, I think I've shared on here before that every night um, since she was three and she will be turning four, 14. Wow. She will be turning 14 uh, in January. But um, every night before we, uh, we go to sleep, um, I ask her, um, uh, what are you grateful for? What did you bring into the world today? Right. So a little bit of self-affirmation. What's your do-over, whether it was really great and you just want to do it again, or it was really sucky and like what went wrong and how would you like to redo it? And then the question of um, what are you looking forward to tomorrow? So always a time for reflection and a time to kind of set yourself up for something good to come. Um, I added on to that, what do you love about your body? Um, what do you appreciate about your body today? Um, because right, as having, um, raising any teen, um, but especially in um, a female identifying body, um, mm -hmm. it is so important for us to um, really appreciate our bodies. Um, so that is like a daily thing that I get to do with her. But what I'm really celebrating right now is that my husband is home. <laughs> He's been gone for almost three weeks. I've seen him for, I think, six days for all of October. Oh, so wow. we're into November and um, he's not supposed to take any long trips between now and the end of the calendar year. The only trip that I know of that he's taking is with us um, when we go down to Baltimore to see my dad um, for the holidays. But I'm I'm just super celebrating that he's home and I get to be with my partner um, in person live, which is pretty phenomenal because, um, yeah. If your if your partner is live with you all the time, like don't take it for granted. I know that <laughs> a lot of you, but don't take it for granted because when they are not there as often as mine isn't, um, it's challenging. Yeah. Mm. So mm -hmm. I'm just really happy he's home. So, yay! <laughs> On that note, I would love to share with the world a little bit more about you, Jocelyn. So we keep talking about the Wayback Machine here. Um, so we actually met before COVID times. So that feels like the Wayback Machine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Many moons ago. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, we are coming up on four years. So that, that, right. That was a long time, but those, those three years in between, like those were big years that I think each one was 10. So it was like <laughs> we've known each other forever. 
<laughs> so, all right, I digress. All right, let me tell you about Jocelyn. So if you're seeking your ideal balance between your career and personal life, like we talk about here all the time on this show, look no further than our dear friend Jocelyn. She is a dedicated certified life coach on a mission to empower working moms to achieve a life of joy, balance, and fulfillment. With her expertise, Jocelyn specializes in guiding and supporting working moms through the often complex journey of balancing professional aspirations with personal well-being. As the host of her own podcast called The Empowered Working Mom Revolution, Jocelyn invites working moms into a space of genuine connection and inspiration. Her podcast features authentic conversations, captivating stories, and thought-provoking discussions that revolutionize the way working moms perceive and conquer our roles. As a proud partner and mom of two girls, she knows firsthand the importance of creating your own unique balance in life. When she's not coaching and podcasting, she adores pugs, enjoys mm -hmm. making new connections, seeks serenity in nature, cherishes sleep, loves checking things off a checklist, and is an avid nonfiction reader. So what are you waiting for? Let Jocelyn guide you on your journey. She is here to have this kick-ass conversation with us, and we are so happy she is. Thank you so much for the invitation, both of you. I'm so excited for the conversation. Absolutely. So, you know, as I listen to your bio, uh, it talks a lot about like wh who you are now mm -hmm. and what you're doing now. And mm -hmm. I know back not that long ago, mm -hmm. right? Being a working mom coach was like probably not even a thing. I wish it was a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Even when I was, right, had my little kiddo, what that could have looked like and, and that that connection, that balance, and that joy that I often didn't feel as a mom. And so here you are doing some really great work, but I'm really curious, like how, how did you come to this place? How did you land in this career? How did you like, what's that career journey been like to get you here doing the work that you're doing? Yeah, that's a great question. And I got asked that this morning from a client too. So it's interesting. I was like, oh, it was prepping me for our conversation today. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm going to start with this phrase. I tend to do things in a way that I needed it for myself. So I tend to create things where looking back is what I needed. So when I had my kids and I was working full time, I needed someone like me. And so, um, and in reflection, that's really been what my career path has been. Um, this is my third career. So my first career was, everyone gets surprised about this, but I was in investment banking. <laughs> and I did that because I was actually chasing after the money. You know, that was like late 90s, early 2000s. And so I was chasing after the money and um, wanted to become a CEO. That was my dream. I remember I was like, I'm going to be a CEO of a company. And that was that was the path I was trying to pay for myself. Um, quickly learned that um, that wasn't where my gifts and skills were. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, you know, intuition. I talk a lot about intuition and, you know, knowing your inner wisdom. It really... Uh, life was giving me big signals. And so I, you know, I listened to them and I took the dive into going to what, before I went into college, what I really enjoyed, which was working with kids. And um, 
just being like their cheerleader and just work, you know, being around kids. Um, and so I spent, that was my second career, 15 years of being a, a public educator. Um, and, you know, now that I've stepped away from that profession, I learned I did that because I was trying to honor my inner child of a childhood that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to experience. Like the, the mentor or the teacher or even the parent that I needed as an inner child. And that's why I became a teacher. Did I know that while I was teaching? <laughs> um, I think I didn't know that until probably the last couple years of teaching. Um, and even after stepping away, now it's been, oh my gosh, two years <laughs> mm -hmm. since I've stepped away. Um, that's, I'm like, oh, that's what that, that career was about. So, and now here, uh, coaching was, was never something that I ever considered. It was something that was divinely put in my lap. And I am thoroughly surprised, to be honest like thoroughly supplies and thoroughly like so happy that I said yes, because it did take a yes to say, to, to make this leap and to, you know, um, follow the breadcrumbs of my curiosity. Um, because it did start in my, you know, when I was in public education, I was instructional coaching and that was my first experience of coaching educators in their instructional practices. And what I realized was like, I don't, really enjoy the instructional practice coaching by enjoy coaching the person. And that's how I landed into life coaching. And I had to say yes to, you know, the program that we all were in and saying yes to meeting people, wonderful people like you. And that was like, like written, the next chapter was writing itself out. And I was like, oh, I'm on for a ride. And okay, here we go. Right. I would have never thought that I would be a coach and be a coach for working moms and just the journey that I've had the last, you know, gosh, I would say probably three, four years now, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it is when I, you know, in my bio, it's like, yeah, it's about joy and fulfillment and it's possible. And this is what I, this is what I needed when I was a, a young mom and I was still working as a teacher. I needed someone to help me see that it is possible to blend your working life, like your work, your work that you love mm -hmm. and be there for your kids. And it can be joyful and it can be fulfilling because I, I mean, I don't know about both of you, but it, I didn't feel that. <laughs> I didn't feel that when, when I was a new mom and it was like, but I really loved my work. Um, and so I was like, there's got to be a possibility. Like it, 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 can't, it doesn't have to be hard. Like, does it have to be so hard? Like, so um, that's how I landed in this work. It's like, I want to be there and show, you know, guide working moms. Like it's possible. It can be easy. Just let it be easy. And let's do that together. You don't have to do it alone. Cause I certainly needed someone back then so that maybe I could have like shortened the timeline, <laughs> you know, instead of waiting, like, my kids, my oldest is 11, 11 years to get to this place, right? To like feel this way. I'm like, man. And I told my husband, I was like, I feel, you know, like I wish I felt this way when our kids were younger because then I would have been more present and really fully experiencing that season of life. And so no guilt or shame is just a reflection. Now I can choose something different, but yeah. yeah. 
you said follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah. And so what came to me when you said that is this idea that, that we talk about often, which is micro steps, mm -hmm. right? We, we don't always know where we're heading. We just know we're going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And each little breadcrumb, each little micro step we take unfolds mm -hmm. another part of our path. Mm -hmm. And your path, right? It, it wasn't linear. No, yeah. And probably from here forward, it's not, it's going to continue to not be linear. Mm -hmm. And yet on each little breadcrumb, each little micro step, there was a lesson that you learned. And so I'm, I'm curious what, in what ways were you aware of, or what was the timing of your awareness of those lessons as you mm. followed the breadcrumbs? That's such a great question, Kim. I know you're really good at questions. <laughs> so what you're asking is like, where in the timeline did I notice these lessons mm -hmm. and these breadcrumbs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I can, yeah, I can pinpoint each moment mm -hmm. from each, as I transition from each career. Mm -hmm. So from investment banking to teaching, I remember... I remember a specific night when I went home and at that time my you know husband was my boyfriend and I and I I think I had a little like mental breakdown. Like I was overly stressed and anxious. I mean working in investment banking is <laughs> not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart and I didn't realize I was also I didn't know that at that time I'm, I you know I I absorb a lot of people's energy and feelings. And I didn't know that. And I was like, what the heck is going on with me? But that was a pivotal moment because he also said something to me. He's like, you're not acting the same person that I know. And I, I knew that, but I think I was uh, avoiding that. And that right there was the breadcrumb that I, I had to like take notice and have awareness of. And I'm like, okay, something has to change. And, you know, my mom has always been like a cheerleader for me. And she's like, you know, you always really enjoyed like working with kids, you know, in summer camps and what happened to that? Like, didn't you start off your, you know, freshman year with your degree in like education, psychology? I was like, yeah, but I chose to make money, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And then so that's that, that was one of the breadcrumbs is in that moment where I actually, you know, now I'm talking about, I'm like, it was a physical reaction and paying attention to that, what my body was saying and also my mental health, right? I wasn't very aware of that in the moment, but in reflection, now I noticed that. But like, I, I remember that moment. Um, in teaching, there were quite a few moments of breadcrumbs. Um, I, I remember my 10th year of teaching I, uh, I mean, I'm not very, uh, I'll say this right now, because in all honesty, I remember being out on yard duty and I just, uh, I reacted not, like reacted negatively to uh, a student who had done something that really isn't, not a big deal, but I reacted in a way that was not within my integrity. 
And one of my coworkers, you know, was like, hey, I think that was kind of not okay about how you reacted to that student. You know, there was no, no one was harmed. It was just what I said and the words I said. And so that was a, um, that was a breadcrumb. It was like a, a, a warning of like, whoa, you know, uh, what is your why again of why you're in this career? You know, and that's when I realized I lost my why. I lost my passion. And I left, I actually left. I left for two years from teaching and I just decided to be at home with my kids because I just couldn't, I couldn't be the working mom. I couldn't do what I loved and be the mom. And I was my, I was overly stressed and overwhelmed. Um, and so, but I, I came back, um, renewed because I sought help everyone <laughs> therapy <laughs> Uh, and ha- came back with a renewed sense of, a, of my why. And then that's the last five years of my profession. And then the breadcrumb of coaching came. And that was the breadcrumb where I remember I didn't, I was sitting in a staff meeting in, in our district staffing with all the coaches and we were being trained on like, this is what you should be doing. And I just felt another physical sensation of like, I don't agree. And there's a different way to support our teachers. Like I just, and I remember telling that to other people, I was like, I will do this part, but there's another part that's missing and we're not talking about it. And we're not getting the training to talk about it. Right. And, and to serve in that way. And that's where I started for some reason, podcasts started coming in. I don't know if Alexa's t- hearing my <laughs> they like hearing me or whatever, but like it's like I got podcasts with you know Kate's podcast, Courageous Living, and then like I just somehow all these things about life coaching came in, and I, I had never heard. Well, I heard about life coaching from my husband's cousin, which was just like. 15 years ago. And I was like, what's life coaching? That's like woo woo stuff. (laughs) Now now I'm like, oh, I've just followed it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is curious. Like I was just out of curiosity. Right. And also I was seeking something that I knew intuitively. And also my body was saying like, there's something more here. And so that just following and saying yes, following the breadcrumbs, like just, just saying yes to that. And I'm like, okay. And then meeting you both in our, you know, in the program and experiencing that. And I was like, whoa, like I, I was like, okay, this is like, I'm so glad I said yes. Right. And that story of saying yes to that was like, um, it took me a couple months to say yes, to actually sign on. I remember telling my husband, I was like, I'm really scared to have this conversation with you, but I feel like I, if I don't say yes, something's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, I feel like I have to say yes because it's going to, if, if I don't say yes, then life is going to be totally different. First, I don't know what that means, but I just need to say yes. And can you just trust me in that I need to say yes to this? And he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's, that's just uh, that's just how it's been for me. Of it's like a body intuitive sense, and just trusting each thing that comes my way, even if I don't know the complete picture. 
but I have this sense of, of trust that I am going to be like guided and held and it's going to be okay. Even if it's scary as hell, right? Like that, um, yeah, there's, there's just, there's just great things that's possible. I think I just stay in that mindset. Like there's just, you know, awesome things that's available if you just continue to eat those breadcrumbs. <laughs> Louise, did you catch all of the stuff that we talked about last week coming oh, up again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's so, it's so much fun when we, when we, when we see these and hear these stories about like how we keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Right. And how do we prevent ourselves from getting stuck or even right? what gets us stuck? Um, it, it's these same it's these same themes that we're hearing over and over again is a lot about like we don't often know the whole story. We just can't. We can't know what the 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 destination is. We can't know what the full look of that outcome really is. Um, before we take that next step and then tuning into all of our resources, right? We're, we're such, we're these amazing creatures Mm -hmm. that, that have so much knowledge in our entire bodies. Um, and yet we only use our brains for most things and just hearing your story, Jocelyn, it's just, it really does remind me like, like it's the lesson of listening. I think Mm. what I heard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's the lesson of listening, but also trusting that it's it's taking that step. I, I get a lot of feedback like, how'd you know to take that step? And and that's one of those things like, I don't know if I have a really great way to explain how I know. It's just, I know. I know that sounds like weird, but it's like, it's... Um, I think it's like every, the more you um, take that action of trusting, the more it becomes less scary. It doesn't mean that it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's not scary at all, but it becomes less scary each time. And actually it becomes even more like freeing. Um, Like I just feel so much freedom Right. Because like, you know, I, you know, I work with clients like I just want to feel free. What can I do to feel free? And I'm like, freedom is within, <laughs> you know, and and that's and I'm like, that's possible because, you know, I don't need anything to feel free. But what's like I, I feel free no mm-hmm. matter what. And it's um, but it's like taking those steps to every little step. It's almost opening the door of and the path of freedom even wider that I can like dance my way around y'all. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Jocelyn's having a dance party. On I, the am. I am. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's, it's interesting because I think um, I have a lot of the same conversations um, and it, it, to me, it is taking those steps. It's taking, it, it's taking risks, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, working through the fear because the fear is real. Mm -hmm. Um, The fear changes over time, but it doesn't fully go like, there are still things, still steps that I take that it's like, Oh, this is scary. I don't know (laughs) what's happening, but it's, it is trust or faith or belief, whatever word you want to put in there, whatever word's going to resonate. 
in yourself, in things that are bigger than yourself, in that, like you said, being held or guided, um, that, that, that step is leading you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it comes from, um, you know, I have a lot of conversations around um, people asking how you manifest things, right? How do you manifest that? How do you manifest that? And it's like, well, there is a lot of truth about, right, we we are going to attract what we are vibrationally putting out in the world. So if we are focused on the fact that we are going to be tired, we're going to have a bad day, we're going to have bad interactions with our kids, then what's going to happen? We're going to attract those things because that we, we create self-fulfilling prophecies all the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we're walking around and we're like, yeah, I'm going to be financially free. I'm going to feel um, free with my time. I'm going to feel excited and lit up about my work. Well, you're going to start experiencing those things. Financial, by the way, financial freedom does not come with a million dollars. No. If financial freedom is yeah. nothing about money, it's like you're like it's like dancing around in this place of the freedom that we get to create from inside, from being mm. in action and taking those steps. Mm. And trusting, believing, having faith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know, like, for both of you, like, what, like, I get this, I get this asked question, like, what can I do to, like, start having and start trusting? Right. I get that a lot. And like, uh, you know, and, and they, you know, I get, can you give me advice about how to start trusting? (laughs) And it's, it's one of those things that I think also as a coach, I, I, you know, I, I, um, it's, it's hard not to give my own advice because what I, what I would say is what would work for me. Right. Mm -hmm. But for, I mean, in your both, you know, for both of you, like what was, what was like the way that you developed to trust the, the next breadcrumb and to say yes to the next breadcrumb because it like that takes that takes like um I don't know I don't even another like something within us to do that so I, I'm curious to hear like how do you both have ex- have experienced that like yeah it, like you know you say like kind of like trusting that breadcrumb I think trust for me um is the same as like how do you trust a person how do you trust the weather forecast? How do you trust, right? Like those are all the same things to me. Trust is inherently in this ability to say, well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to lean in, but I'm going to, I'm going to be aware of what's going on and I'm going to gather that data. I'm going to go back to the data. Um, I'm going to gather that data or really um, be in that experience. So now I can, I can, like, do I add that to my trust bucket? Like, am I a little bit smarter now than I was before? Um, right? Do I do I believe something a little bit differently or a little bit stronger than I did before? But it comes with like actually uh, getting out and and doing things in in like real life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't build trust in a bubble. We can't just say, "Well, I'm just gonna trust myself more." And it's like that's really hard. We just mm-hmm. don't do that. It's just not a switch that goes off. It's like, how do I design an experiment that allows me 
to um, to trust in something a little bit more? Where where's that low risk place I can go that is going to give me something, uh, right, to add to my trust bucket? Because that's what really what I see, right, is this bucket that we fill, um, and these experiences that we have, we learn, we learn more about ourselves, our environment, the weather, right, the the folks, like all of those things, right? It, 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 it really is. Yeah. When you live in Manitoba and it starts weather. snowing, like, and never stops, <laughs> you have to trust it's that fun. someday it's going to stop, I guess. <laughs> Well, right. And then how do we know that? Because we experienced it. Like I know even though winter started last week, I'm on day seven of winter, snow on the ground, wow. not that I'm counting, um, <laughs> but, but right. Like I know from experience that sooner or later spring comes and I need to mm -hmm. trust in that. Do I know exactly when? No. Do I know exactly how? No. But I know that I'm not going to have this much snow um, in August, I was going to say in June, but I don't know if I can trust that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I can trust, right? Like it's through yeah. this experience. It's actually like through life, but it's actually mm -hmm. being able to be open to say like, maybe I don't know what's going to happen until, right. Until I actually experience it. And then I'm going to put that again in my, I, I don't know how else to say it other than a trust bucket. It just gets filled. Um, mm -hmm. people are the same way. Uh, the relationship with herself is the same way. Mm -hmm. How do I, how, how did I trust myself that I was going to build a business from nothing? Right. I don't know. Right. One day at a time. Right. One client at a time, one idea at a time, one at a time. Right. Each one of these steps, you call them breadcrumbs. It's, it's, I think it's the same. How about you, Kim? Like, do you see that differently in your, in your life? Is it a trust bucket or what does that look like? Well, you talk about buckets. I don't. You talk about buckets and sweaters. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, that's you. You have sweaters <laughs> too. I, yeah. I have sweaters and buckets. And, and I love your sweaters <laughs> and buckets and data, like all of that. I love it. I, for me, um, it, it's an I and like two and a half C's. Um, so the I is the intuition, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, to me, it starts with the intuition and that's that feeling. Mm -hmm. It starts with just a feeling and being able to be aware that you're even having a feeling and creating that partnership with your body that is going to give you, to use Louise's favorite word, data, right? <laughs> that that intuition is creating data. It's creating our, our body senses are creating data. We start to understand it's our intuition. It's telling us something. So it starts with that. And then the first C is curiosity, right? So you have your intuition, then you have the curiosity. Ooh, what's that? Why am I having that heart flutter? Why am I having that knot in my stomach? Why is my throat dry? Why am I, why am I itchy? Whatever it is, um, sometimes that will lead us to dead ends and sometimes it will open another door, right? Jocelyn, you were talking about opening mm -hmm. the doors wider. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that curiosity will open a little bit of a door. Mm -hmm. And that takes us to our next C, which is courage, mm -hmm. right? We have to have the courage, right? We're, we're just past, um, Halloween. So here we are a little bit of a spooky season. We have to trust that something's not going to jump, not likely to jump out at us if we go through that next doorway. Or even if we just peek around it, right? So just being curious. What is that? What's there? Asking questions. You don't have to have any answers. Just, just be curious. What's there? 
And then the half, because I think if I said it was a full thing, it would stop everybody in their tracks, but there's a little bit of confidence that comes in from that, mm. right? We so often feel like we're lacking confidence mm -hmm. and yet generally there's a nugget of some sort of confidence, some sort of self-confidence that most people have that they can tap into. And so it's the confidence to say, if I go through that door, I will be okay. And that's mm -hmm. where to me, the trust starts to build, but it starts with the intuition, definitely have curiosity, some courage, and then a little bit of confidence. Um, that's how I would kind of parse that through in terms of in what ways have I, and in what ways do I work with my clients, right? If they're like, well, how do I even start building that trust mm -hmm. muscle? This is where I, I have found to be helpful to work is just that little, it's an I and two and a half C's. I love, I love both of your like, like, like ways, like metaphors with the bucket and then with like um, an equation. <laughs> like you just and I love data, but I'm like, you're combining data with a metaphor with equation. It's like so holistic here. <laughs> like, we just throw everything it. at the wall. It's, yeah. it's basically a big spaghetti bowl. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it because it just says there's, there's no right way, right? Mm -hmm. There's no one way. It's like, it's like, you know, having, I think as I'm sitting here listening to you both, like have like hearing the different ways that you both engage with this concept of trusting the breadcrumbs. It's like, it, it helps me as an individual, but also like as a coach, you know, with my clients, it's like, let's play around and figure out what would work for you. Like, like, is it a bucket? Is it a metaphor? Is it the sweater? Is it, is, is it the data? Is it like, you know, an equation for you? Like let's experiment and, and, and experience like what it means to experience the breadcrumbs. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about kind of these lessons along the way. And I think that's a big part of Right. That 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 pausing to say, like, what what does this feel like to me? Like, wh where is it that I'm um, I'm heading and not as a destination? Right. Like the feelings that we want to feel. Right. Like mm -hmm. trust is really a feeling. feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. Our self-trust, the trust that we have in others. And so even though there's there's these things that we can do or these questions that we can ask, it, it, I think it's about this pausing to say, like, where, where is, where is that? What is that feeling? So that we can collect that um, and pay attention to it. Um, it's that that building of self awareness, right? Yeah. As we go through whatever it is we're going through, whatever we're trying to get onto the other side, whatever that obstacle is. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much. I find that. That's so funny that you're bringing that up. That's been like a theme this year with some of my this this not this year, this week with some of my clients is creating that space for that pause. Like, how do we intentionally create that space to bring self awareness in, so that they can take uh, aligned action? Right, that creates the transformation, and it is in that pause. You know, whether it's in that moment or just even a reflection that allows for you to like, you know, build that trust and then just be able to take like action that is going to like 
literally transform your life. Like, you know, mm -hmm. right. But you don't know what the transformation is at the end. It's, it's, it's the journey. That's what it is. It's the journey. That's the, that's the fun part. Well, and it, I mean, if I think about it from an educational perspective, right. Mm -hmm. In when we learn and there's different modalities with learning, they're not all the same. And yet I'm trying to think of a modality that doesn't use reflection, a form of reflection, tests, exams, papers, mm -hmm. presentations. Those are all reflections of what we've learned, mm -hmm. right? Of what we've experienced, of that mm -hmm. new information. Mm -hmm. And we go through that process for however many years, whether it's informal or informal education, we learn that process. And I feel like we unlearn that process then in our lives mm -hmm. and even in our work. Like we, we stop that process of regularly taking in new information and then stopping mm -hmm. and saying, what is it that mm -hmm. I actually have learned here? Mm -hmm. where, where is my knowing? And to me, that when we talk about the lessons we've learned along the way, it is, it does feel like using, again, whichever modality you want to use, but of taking a nod from, um, from education to say, where can we stop and pause and reflect and understand what lessons we have learned? Yeah. And creating that regular process for that so that it doesn't, we don't have to wait for something big to happen to do that, right? You don't wait for mm -hmm. your, like you don't start school and go through an entire year and then take an exam at the end of the year. You have little learning moments throughout the year or, or check-ins, right? Again, mm -hmm. they come out in all sorts of different ways. Daughter of an educator, child, right? I have a child in school. I worked in a school for 10 years. It's a, that I don't know. What, how does that land with the two of you? Um, I totally resonate with that. <laughs> Just because 15 years, I'm like, that is so true. When you said we've unlearned that, when we come out of any uh, educational system, like, I mean, I was trying, I'm trying to think of like, even in, you know, um, in the corporate setting or even like as an educator, you know, the cadence of, mm -hmm the space to reflect isn't as frequent as when I was a teacher in the classroom. It was like literally every 15 minutes we're checking in, you know, so that, you know, as, as the teacher, but also with my students, are we on the same page? Like, what did we learn here? How can I support you? How can you help me be a better teacher? And as throughout the whole entire day. But then as an educator, as an adult, you know, in my profession, it was every three months or mm -hmm. once a year that I reflect on my, you know, um, practice as an educator. Or it's like, I, I say, I don't have time for reflection. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't have time for that. You, do yeah. you see how much stuff I have to do? Like, I don't have time. Why would I need to make time for that? I just need to keep going. And so that, that like, it's almost like we intentionally take away that space to pause because we think it's not productive or efficient, you know? Um, and I'm just speaking from like my, where I was and also my experience in working um, 
with clients who were in the education profession. It's, I don't have time for that. And so, so that's, you know, and that, you know, I challenge that, right? Like there is power in the pause. There is power in reflection because actually that's going to help you actually, um, I don't want to say level up, but shorten, like you can jump timelines, <laughs> like you can jump timelines and you can open doorways and you like so much quicker when you have that. Like, I, I mean, I'm just saying that just because that's my language here, <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's so interesting to see and, and have experienced that mindset of like, I don't got time for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can totally doctor who your life. Like yeah. just jump all over timelines and figure out where, like where you're landing. And yeah, it's, it is, we do ourselves such a disservice by not stop, not intentionally stopping to reflect. Like we have performance reviews at best twice a year. Right. And that tends to be the only time that people stop to think, to reflect. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I, at one point was trying to do it weekly that became too frequent for me. And so I have a small one once a month and then a bigger one once a quarter, but then I don't do a big one. Like, I guess I do a slightly bigger one on the annual, but it really is just in that same quarterly block that I do with the other things. And it is a time for reflection what are those lessons that I learned? What what do I know? What, what data am I bringing forward? And then how do I want to use that to choose my next steps? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I've almost had the opposite experience lately where I've brought more reflection into my daily practice because mm -hmm. there's, right? Like there's a habit, there's an obstacle, there's something there that I really want to change and focus on. And so I can't make these micro movements until I reflect, right? Until I'm like, oh, did I move today? Uh, right? What kept me from moving? Or uh, I moved today. What what brought that on? Like, what are those things that, and, and if and if I'm not doing that on a daily basis, there are going to be weeks and months that go by and I'm going to be wondering why, right? I'm still recovering from my knee surgery, right? I'm going to be like, what, why, why do I still feel shitty, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so bringing that closer to me and in bringing that as a daily practice, if not even more, right? Where's my movement right in this morning? Where's my movement in this hour? Like those kinds of things, what worked, what didn't work? What, how can I do things differently next, um, tomorrow or the next hour or whatever that looks like. And so I think it really is, it's, 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 it's this amazing place to play in about yeah. like this reflection and this pausing and it's not going to be the same for everyone and heck it's not even going to be the same for us as we go through these different right seasons mm -hmm. or periods of our life it's it's figuring that out but again like if we're not reflecting on our reflections then like we're screwing ourselves yeah well what I want to do, because I just looked at the time, is let us take a moment to reflect on this conversation. Because <laughs> yeah. awesome. suddenly we're way past 45 minutes, which, you know, I hope that this has been, I know this has been a, a fantastic conversation from my point of view. I hope that, that those that are listening are finding their golden nuggets as well. 
Um, but what are our takeaways? What are those golden nuggets that we're going to put in our pockets and either continue to ruminate on or reflect upon? Hmm. I am really taking away both of your metaphors of trust, right? And just like, just the, I, I love a metaphor. And I love an equation. <laughs> so um, it's really helpful for me too, of different ways of thinking about how to engage with, with, you know, continuing to, because once you build trust, it's not like one and done, but how do you continue to foster that practice? Right. And and then I'll share a second one. <laughs> if that's okay. Please. Yeah. A, a second nugget is just like as you were talking, Luis, is it's like it's it doesn't have to be hard to create that space of pause. Like it, like as you were talking, it's like the fir first word that came up to my mind was like, oh, it can be simple. It's just even asking your as, as yourself a question, like your, when you said daily check-in, like in the moment, like what do I need in this moment? And, and so I was like, wow, that's so simple. Like simple is fun. You know, <laughs> simple is easy. It's yeah. So those are my two golden nuggets. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback off of that one and share that my golden nugget was that at the top of the episode today, I shared the nightly reflection that I do with our daughter. And here I am saying, I don't do it even every week. I do it monthly because I was thinking in business mode. Oh. There's a little bit of personal reflection that happened. Like my personal reflection, my spiritual reflection for sure happens at least twice a month. Cause I always have like these carved out times for the new moon and the full moon and all of that. And I do it nightly. <laughs> It's Go become through. such a habit that I didn't even, I wasn't recognizing, I wasn't honoring it mm -hmm. as a pause for reflection. So my golden nugget is, woo, woo, look what I'm already doing. <laughs> <laughs> celebrate you, Kim. Well, and that's, it, I, that goes back to why we even talk about celebrating, right? And why we mm -hmm. start, when we talk about this time that we take together here every week for like 70, 80 weeks in a row, actually, Kim and I have been doing this. And so, you know, it, it is, it is because of that so that we can recognize that we do have these golden nuggets in our lives, in our day, that we often don't spend any time even considering you bounced right over that. Right. Um, yeah. And we do that all the time. Um, my nugget is, is really Jocelyn, you said something around um, as you are coaching your, your moms uh, is let it be easy. And I felt like that was kind of like this thread that we talked about throughout our whole conversation today is that these steps that we take to move us forward are are small. They're micro. Like, let that be easy, right? Let it be easy to figure out how to build trust with people, with yourself. Like, let it be easy. Let's take the burden off of ourselves um, and, and see what that does when we open up and just like have more ease. Uh, nothing has to be super complicated or heavy. Um, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> One of my favorite questions to ask, this is you, right? Uh, in every coaching session, you ask them about celebrations. In nearly every coaching conversation, I, I, my question is, where are you making this more challenging for yourself than it needs to be? Mm. Because we don't understand how to create ease. 
Mm-hmm. That is a topic for another day. <laughs> that's, that's another episode. Another episode. <laughs> Jocelyn, thank you so much for being here. Where in the world can people connect with you and hear your amazing podcast? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Yes. Um, so you can find me on Apple or Spotify podcast at Empowered Working Mom Revolution. Um, there's the website right there that Kim just brought up. Um, you can also, if you're on social media, I hang out a lot on Instagram. Um, and that's at jocelyn.aoyoung, A-U-Y-E-U-N-G. Um, and I'm also on LinkedIn, but I don't hang out there as much. Um, I have more fun on Instagram. <laughs> so join me over there, you know, see me, you know, popping some dance moves with on the freedom <laughs> pathway there. Um, having some fun. Um, but yeah, those are the two places where you can find me. I have a few spots open for one-on-one coaching or just have a, you know, 30 minute free chat just to connect. Um, so those are also available. You can find that on my website. And it's the same empowered working mom. Mm-hmm. Revolution. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Love it. Louise, how can people have more conversations like this with us? Of course. So it's not just tuning in to this live, but it's picking us up on wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. We're also, um, Kim and I have this great little YouTube channel that we're babying and fostering. Um, and we have this beautiful group of humans coming together to have conversations just like this, um, because we want to take it to the next level. We, it's not just about talking, about what's happening. It's about doing and being. And so how do we incorporate those kinds of things? We bring humans together. Uh, we would love to see you over at the collective and Kim has popped up your kickass, uh, your kickasscareer.com. And that's where you can find us, um, and connect with us, uh, in our collective. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's super fun. It's it, yeah, and it is about taking action. It's about both the doing and the being. Um, but and it's taking action on both sides of that. Yeah, so. absolutely. I have um, one more question for you. Coming up next week, yeah, is Jennifer. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Jennifer. Um, all around personal branding. I have these, I have so many questions for her because I have questions. Um, that my clients bring to our coaching time together um, about launching into a new career or any of those things. And we can't do that if we can't communicate who we are, what we do, what our superpowers are, and what kind of impact we want to make in the world. And so I'm really looking forward to chatting with Jen next week. Yeah. Um, And that conversation, I think, will also, if you go back in the Wayback Machine on our podcast to the one about um, bragging rights. Um, Mm -hmm. We interviewed when we talked with Lisa Bragg um, when she had um, her book launch. Bragging rights allow us to start to think about our personal brand in a different way as well. So just a little, you know, if you want to do a little homework before next week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you get coach, there's always those action items. You're prepared for our next conversation. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much, uh, Jocelyn. It's been so great to have this time to reconnect with you. Um, Just, I love what you're doing in the world and it's been fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you both for having me here on your kick-ass career conversations. It's been so lovely and so fun. So thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Uh, more, more Jocelyn, please. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.